Welcome to another edition of the Bandel Scoreboard Podcast on a Monday morning pre-recorded episode on 89.3 KUY-FM. Zach Kellogg and Chris Dermer. Chris, Pro Mondays. We are back. Let's knock this thing yes. out. Yes, let's do it. I'm excited. All right. I mean, I guess let's start with our pickums because, I mean, that's kind yep. of what everything kind of revolves around. Um, we'll get into some more news as we kind of talk about the NFL uh, and college football and also some MLB. Um, but first, the NFL, for the first time, I think, this year, I've had a clean sweep of a weekend guessing. Um, that you did. I got the Pittsburgh-Tennessee game right. I was able to pick the Steelers and Pittsburgh. We both got L.A. Chargers, and I got L.A. beating Tampa uh, in game four or game three of the World Series. So we were yeah. both sitting at a nice even eight and four this year. Well, you know, the lead was nice while it lasted. It was nice while it lasted. That's all I can say. I, I mean, I told you, you know, it's like, hey, you get like a, you know, a three, a three game lead or a two game lead, it can go away, yeah, real, real quick. In retrospect, maybe I shouldn't have added on the, the baseball game, but, yeah. Uh, but was, you know, I got cocky. It is what it is. I was like, all right, I can get a nice easy win because like I'm not gonna bet against the chart or bet against the Dodgers, although. They are now tied at two apiece after game four. So Tampa is still making it a series. They are actually – well, game five uh, just occurred as well. Game five. Uh, and so now the Dodgers are up 3-2. So hey. Dodgers need to win one more, and they potentially may win the World Series. That's kind of crazy when you think about it. Yeah. The Dodgers actually have a chance to be World Series champs. It's always seemed like they've been one of those cursed franchises for the last – Oh, yeah, definitely. Forever. There was, I think, two or three years they made the World Series, like two, three years straight, and they always lost. So it'd be interesting to see if they actually can pull it off. So, I mean, again, we have our Pro Mondays. What you – so you picked Tennessee to beat Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh rolled early. It was able to hold on to the lead. Mm-hmm. And now the Pittsburgh Steelers are the lone undefeated team in the NFL. Um I don't think a lot of people expected this coming into the year of them to be this good. Um, kind of what are you thinking about this team and just like kind of where they're at um, right now? You know, I'm still, I'm still not completely sold with this Pittsburgh team. Uh, uh, you know, they have had an easy schedule to this point. Um, I mean, they just beat an undefeated now, team granted, though. That that's was... a really good win. They, yeah, they did. They did. They did. I think they found, um, I think that can prove the legitimacy of this team. The only thing I don't really have sold yet with this squad is the offense, but the offense seems to keep um, proving us wrong. So it seems that they just keep doing enough from what it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. in Seattle losing it over time in Arizona. Um, it just kind of seems yeah. like whenever those teams meet down in Arizona, it's always going to go to overtime and be decided by a field goal. That overtime was crazy. I I thought when Zane Gonzalez missed that field goal in overtime for the Cardinals, I was like, well, okay, here comes Russ now. Russ is just going to lead him downfield and boom, game over. I think that's what everybody thought. And then I don't know what exactly happened there on that. I think it was a third down play Yeah, when Russ threw out an interception to Isaiah Simmons. But, hey, you know, honestly, I have to say good for the Cardinals. One team that has really – 
surprised me a lot these past two weeks are the Cardinals. They are a legit uh, team this year. Kyler Murray's no joke. I'm all for Kyler Murray on primetime games now. Show me more Kyler Murray all the time. Um, so, yeah, good for them. And, dude, I think right now, which really sucks, is that I think all four of the NFC West teams should be in the playoffs. All four of the NFC West teams are playoff caliber teams and not one single team in the NFC East, I think, <laughs> should be in the playoffs. But unfortunately, yeah, one of those terrible teams has to be in there. So, um, Sorry, a touch. Uh, I'm trying to see. I remember the, the stat came out of like how many touchdowns Russell Wilson has had over the first six games of a season. Uh, first six games, because it's 22 right now. Yeah. He's the fourth player ever to do it. Do you still think he's the MVP front runner at this point? Um, yeah, I think so. I think he's still he's still a front runner. Uh I think I think Kyler Murray should definitely be part of the conversation. Like I think he was early on in the season and then they lost two straight, but now winning two straight, I think Kyler Murray should be back in that conversation. Uh Last night he he outdueled Russell Wilson, I think. I think that's fair to say. Um, I, I don't know. Russ, I, will, Russ I will say he had a better game. Picks. I don't know about outdueled. I will say he had a better game I, because I think outdueled is 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 a bit different to say than than just being than just having a better game. Honestly, but what's the difference? Then? What would you think? What would you say the difference would be then? I mean. Outdueled, I would say, in that sense, would be you say like Kyler Murray just kind of sh- showed up in the bigger moments, or kind of just like overall just completely outplayed him. And I don't feel like he completely outplayed him. I feel like Russ had a worse night with the three picks, but I feel like unless you have that Isaiah Simmons interception, I mean, then we're talking a different story. And I feel like then, like if it was like, oh, they won, like. It wasn't because of just one thing happening. I mean, you could kind of bring up the the David Moore, um, yeah, the David Moore that, flag uh, that negated the that touchdown. Penalty. Yeah, um, like you could bring up a lot of things. So I see if I say if like, oh, they won by like ten points, like it was decisive, like they won this game. This literally came down to the last play and came down to just a handful of mistakes. And it, and I mean, I but I will say he played an outstanding game. They mean. They beat Seattle when Tyler Lockett had over had 200 yards receiving on 15 receptions for three touchdowns. Yeah, and it's like he had an all-time game for the Hawks in terms of Tyler Lockett, and I think, ah, I I mean again they're five and two. I mean they are they are a legit team. They are. I'm just kind of not sure where. Yeah, but I think this exposes. It exposes the Seattle uh, weakness again, which is their defense. Like I, it it's just it's such a strange. Twenty twenty though, right? I mean, such a strange year where it's just like Seattle's always been known, I think, as a defensive team, and now it's just like that once reckoning defensive unit is just not there anymore. Um, yeah, so things have to change. Things have to get figured out for Seattle, but. Because right now, I mean, they're letting Russ, they're letting Russ cook, you know. But 
fortunate, unfortunately, the defense isn't coming through as well. Yeah, and I think going into last night too, the Seahawks were. I saw the stat line that Sunday Night Football posted that they were fourteen and two in games. I think decided by like seven points or less, or five points yeah. or less, something like that. Basically, Seattle always wins the close games, and last night was like the first time in a very long time that it wasn't they they didn't pull it off. So yeah, um, again, it's just like I told you going into this year. Like I told you, I'm like, hey, like I feel like a lot of these games are either gonna be tight wins or tight losses, mm-hmm. and I was like, the Cardinals are. I rank them as the third. I think the second or third best team in the NFC West. I have them as the second best team right now. Because I think I had the Rams. I think I had the Rams as the worst. And then I think I had the Niners at three. Because I said sophomore slump. Hey, I I mean, the Niners Niners seem to have been rejuvenated now as well. Everyone's over 500 in the the conference or in the uh, division. I mean, Seattle's still leading at five and one. So I'll take that. I mean, and we've been, we're still outscoring team. I mean, like, I'm looking at the points for and points against both Arizona and Seattle have scored 203 points, which means, like, and that's with Arizona playing an extra game compared to Seattle. Mm-hmm. And Seattle has given up, what is that? Looks like 16 additional points. And so it's like, all right, like, in that extra game, it's like, I know this defense is bad. I'm not trying to say they aren't, but. I feel like they could be a lot worse. Oh yeah, yeah, they could be a lot worse. I mean, it's not like we have they're... Jamal Adams, uh, Shaquille Griffin had no, to go exactly. out with a concussion. So I feel like things just didn't go Seattle's way. Whereas this season, everything has gone Seattle's way. And plus, Chris Carson is now out with an ankle injury, and Russ had to be our leading rusher with 86 yards on the ground. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you look at the Cardinals though too. I mean, they have they've had they've had to do without Chandler Jones yep. all year long. And they thought that was going to kill the defense, but Buda instead, Baker. I mean, yeah. Buda Baker is on a whole other level. Now it, it's crazy. Cause they used to have, you know, the honey badger back there, Tyron Matthew and Buda Baker seems to be the second coming of, of Tyron Matthew uh, to me personally. And then you have Patrick Peterson still too, who still keeps producing at a high level. Um, you know, the Cardinals are just – there's a lot of fun to watch. It's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, and it's nice to – I don't know, it's just, just good for Arizona, good for that team, for that squad, for Cliff Kingsbury and, and all of them. Man, I really wanted them to win because I really wanted them to be 6-0. and But, I mean, yeah, well, five, you know. I'll cry about 5-1 and one, as long as we don't let this snowball, which, again, I'm always afraid of. Um, who do they play next week? Next week, yeah, who do the Seahawks play? I believe I want to say it's either the Rams or the Bills. Um, Ooh, well, Niners. And so it goes: Niners, oh. Bills, Rams, Cardinals, and then we get our cakewalk. Interesting. Our cakewalk part of the schedule where it's Eagles, Giants, Jets, Washington. And then we end mm. Rams, Niners. So it seems like November is going to be a rough time. But December, if you guys can get out of November, it seems like December will be all right for you guys. If we can get out of November being, let's see here. One, two, three, four. 
I mean, again, nine and one would be ideal, but even if we come yeah. out seven and three, I mean, I still think we could be leading the division. We still could be a oh, yeah. like air, like we're still fighting for, we're still pushing for, you know, maybe that first round bye, depending on how Green Bay kind of recovers. Yeah. Yeah, that 49ers matchup, that'll be interesting. It'll probably be another Sunday night game. No, it's uh, 125 p.m. on Fox, so game of the week. Uh, We're on so Fox for the next four weeks. It's a, it's an afternoon game on Fox, so you're probably getting Joe Buck, Joe Buck and crew then. So, I mean, we had one, two – we had three primetime games. Yeah. In our first six, we had the Patriots, the Vikings, and the Cardinals. Good and for I, you. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if towards the end of the season – like the Rams or the Niners game gets flexed to Sunday night because I mean, that might I'd be chill. for the NFC crown. Um, I'd chill to have a primetime Colts game. Yeah. Sorry all, about that. All we have is, I think, I think all we have is a Thursday night game this year and that's about it. Got to play, playing the lions playing the lions. next week. The lions okay. just coming off a crazy, literally last play of the game to win it touchdown Matthew Stafford you know of course Matthew Stafford going on a game-winning touchdown drive what's new against the Falcons so oh the Falcons Falcons were wearing some gross uniforms yesterday those Those, gradient ones yeah those gradient ones they do not look good yeah the concept of them the pictures they looked good but man yeah those gradients that does not work well so, I mean, sorry, I'm, like, reading back over, like, the, the press release from last night's game. So, Russell Wilson, like I said, fourth player to throw 20-plus touchdowns through a team's first six games. Yeah. Can you list the other three players that have done that in NFL history? Thrown how many touchdowns through the first so many 20, games? Over 20 touchdowns through the first six games of a season. Okay. I think I can get this. Let's see. The other three players? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to guess Peyton Manning. Did I get that? I'm going to have you guess, and then I'm going to. Okay, right off the top of my head, I'm going to guess the three are Peyton, Tom, and Patrick Mahomes. You got two out of three. It's not Mm. Patty Mahomes. You got to go back. It's not Patty Mahomes. No. So he threw those 50 touchdowns. He did not have 20 through the first six games. That's interesting. This one you have to go um, back a little more. It's it's pre two thousand. Pre two thousand. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Is it a name that I I probably yes you know. you would, I should know. if you if you follow football you you know this name like without a doubt like it's not even like a name that's like hard to remember. Damn, it's that it's that easy, huh? Yeah, like. Like I feel like I'm overthinking this. I want to say I want to say Jim Kelly. No. Hmm. Steve Young. No. Gosh. All right, give, give me another hint. Give me another hint. It's not Troy Montana. Aikman. It's not Troy Aikman. Aikman. It's not okay. Marino. Jeez. It's in the nineties. It, it's in the nineties. It's a nineties quarterback. Yes. And it's not any of the names I just listed. Late, so is think, it, okay. All right. Is it John Elway? No. Think late 90s into the 2000s. Late 90s. It happened in 1996. 
Oh. So then it's not Kurt Warner. No. Happened in 96? Can you think okay. of who went to the Super Bowl in 96? Uh, oh, my gosh. Is it Brett Favre? Gosh. Dude, that's the last quarterback I would have thought of. Yeah. That's, that's literally the last guy I would have thought of. Peyton Manning that in 2013. Was his, that was his MVP season, I'm pretty sure, though. 96 was Brett Favre's MVP season. Tom Brady in, or, or Peyton Manning in 2013, Tom Brady in 2007, and Brett Favre yeah. in 1996 all won NFL MVP in advance to the Super Bowl. Mm. Brett Favre won the Super Bowl. The other two yeah. did not. Did that was that's the thing. Those two didn't. But because after '99, that's when the Super Bowl MVP curse kind of started happening. Where if you won MVP, you most likely weren't going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um. Interesting. But yeah, so right now Russell is literally on pace to be MVP. He has he has MVP all time numbers. And again, I am just praying to all that is holy that he just gets that first MVP just off his back. And it's just like, <laughs> but he, he, you know, if things keep going the way they are, and I think they can get it. I think they can get it. And I mean, another interesting thing, can you guess who the top two offenses are in the league right now? In terms of passing, I should specify. Um. Well, is Seattle one of them? Yeah. Seattle? Is the, oh, man. What could the other team be in passing? It's not the Cowboys anymore. I would have said the Cowboys, but I don't think They're it's number Cowboys three. anymore. They're number three. Okay. Um, number two, though. Oof. Number two in passing. Tamp- no, not Tampa Bay, right? No, 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 no. No, no, no. Huh. Huh. Uh, oh, wait, Green Bay? No, it's the Cardinals. It is the Cardinals. I was yeah. I was going to guess the Cardinals maybe, but I didn't think really in fact, well, it makes sense. It's Cliff Kingsbury. They're, they're throwing it all the time. So, Also, sorry, we're, I'm just, we're just kind of on a Seattle binge right now. Interesting, Seattle is plus five in turnovers through six games. Even with the hmm. three interceptions last night, hmm. we have twelve takeaways this year, seven turnovers. I mean, Russ has the six interceptions, three of which came last night. So I mean, like even then, Seattle has been doing a bad job of like losing the turnover battle. Like the more I look at the team, I'm like, okay, it's not as bad as it could be. And this is without, you know, our second, third best defensive players last night. Yeah, no, it like I said, like the defense issues are there, but it's not it's not terrible. It could be a heck of a lot worse. I it just sucks that they give up the most yards um in the league right now on average. Yeah, that oh, almost yeah. 500 yards a game. Yeah, that's um, That's why every game's so close and you hope that Russell Wilson can keep this level of play up because it all is relying on his back. Yeah. Truthfully. So. And I mean, yeah, it's like they're the most in yards, but they are nowhere near the worst in points. I mean, they aren't great, but I mean, they're, 
They aren't putting up like Baltimore numbers, but I mean, they're doing better than like the Cowboys, the Raiders, the Vikings, the Browns, the Jags, the Texans. So it's like, granted, that's not a very high bar to get over, but mm-hmm. um, it's not better than that Colts defense, though. Yep. I, I mean, I was looking at that. The Colts, um, second I think in we're yards third. and what in points? Fourth in points. All right, fourth. And also, I don't know how we haven't talked about this yet. Tampa Bay uh, just got another weapon on offense. Yeah, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They yep. added more weapons they didn't need. I, was, I wasn't I was super jazzed about him coming to Seattle, but I was like, all right, like right, we'll have Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, Josh Gordon when he gets reinstated, and Antonio Brown. I was like, all right, you know what, that's pretty good. Like, but we need help on defense, not offense. So, but. Well, you can still get that help on defense because now Antonio Brown, he's down there in Tampa Bay. You know, it's even scarier about Tampa Bay is they scored 45 points against a pretty good Raiders team and a decent Raiders defense. And now, I don't know, is it next week or two weeks from now? That's when Antonio Brown is eligible to return. He's able to return after next week, after week eight. Yeah, so that's that's pretty crazy. I mean, uh, who knows where he could be utilized with this offense. But yeah. And the fact that now Rob Gronkowski seems to have, have finally showed up to the party um, and him and Tom finally have that connection back again. So, I don't know. The the Bucks are scary. This is this is what I knew was going to happen eventually. You never believed me. You didn't believe the Buccaneer hype. The Tampa hey, Bay I hype. Didn't buy but, yet, hey, I'm sorry. It's to... there now. It's yeah. there now. And you should be scared. You should be scared. <laughs> um, okay, so um as we kind of look ahead to this next week, we have Chicago at the LA Rams tonight on Monday night football. Let's get our pickums going for this, or I mean, we'll do that on Friday. Yeah. In terms of our pickums, but I mean, what are you kind of looking forward to? Because, like you said, you guys, well, you guys are playing Detroit on Sunday this week mm-hmm. at 10 a.m. in terms of Indianapolis. Uh, yeah. Atlanta at Carolina is the Thursday night. Tampa at New York is the Monday night. So those two are absolute garbage. Uh, surprise the. Sunday night game hasn't been flexed because it's Dallas at Philadelphia. Oh, and I mean, can they flex it though? It's too late now. I feel. I like. think the only reason they flexed this week's Sunday night game was because COVID of with the, the COVID and the Raiders. So and plus, yeah, it unfortunately, was a West Coast game which makes it easier to adjust oh, to. God, Cowboys and Eagles. You know, this is why do we keep throwing NFC East teams in primetime games when they're the worst comp, like the worst division in football? Listen, like uh, we got Seattle at, or San Fran at Seattle um, at one twenty-five on Fox. I mean, you, you the, can always, you can always flip those. I mean, I'm you sure got the saints I'll, bears, heck Steelers Ravens. Why is Steelers Ravens not, you know, true. I would rather have Steelers Ravens. As I would Sunday too. Night. Because you have former the reigning MVP against the top team, arguably in the AFC. I think yeah, that Steelers to- Ravens game. Steelers Ravens. I think right now, what's great about these two teams right now is it's reminding me a lot of like back when the Steelers were good, like in the 
middle 2000s or like around 08, 09. Like that's, this seems, the AFC North just seems to be back again. And both the Steelers and Ravens having the strongest defenses in the AFC basically right now. Feels Steelers, like I think, have Troy Paul Steelers Malu, have uh, yeah. Ray Lewis days. Exactly. That's what it's feeling like. And I think neither team is going to score more than 20 points on Sunday. Ooh. And if once if one team does score 20 points, whoever scores 20 points first or gets closest, I think will win. I don't know. It's going to be a defensive battle in that one for sure. So I don't know. We said the same thing about the Titans and that was 27, 24. I didn't think that was going to, I didn't think that was going to be a real defensive heavy matchup. Oh, you know, the Titans okay. defense isn't, the Titans defense allows, has been allowing quite a, a bit points lately. I True. mean, even against the Texans. True. So the Steelers and the Ravens, though, I think, I don't know. I really don't know who to choose. I, personally, I would choose Baltimore over the Steelers. I think they're, I think they can do it. Hey, um, that'll I'm be still for not Friday. quite sold we can, on Pittsburgh. We, so on Friday, yeah, we can get that, that, on Friday. That'll for sure be one of our games. I mean, just kind of looking ahead, I think, um, That Pittsburgh at Baltimore will be one. Um, All the other matchups are crazy. I mean, look, we got the Bills and the Patriots. And usually in this matchup, it's either a a very even affair or the Patriots all the way. But it's like the Bills are five and two. The Patriots are two and four. It doesn't feel like they're two and four. Like It doesn't. doesn't. Doesn't feel like they've been that bad this season, but after Sunday where they had to bench Cam, it's like okay, uh, it's kind of bad right now. There's a lot of lopsided matchups, like Vikings Packers, the five and one Packers versus the one and five Vikings. I'm taking I'm taking Minnesota, taking Minnesota. I believe in Kirk Cousins. The six and one Chiefs going up against the zero and seven Jets. Love it. Um, Vegas at Cleveland and Cleveland's without OBJ now with a possible torn ACL. It, he's out for the season. He is yep. out for the season. It is confirmed. He's out for the season. But what's crazy is Cleveland's five and two. Like a, the AFC North right now is playing really, really well. I mean, even the Bengals, who are, I mean, they're one and five and one, but they, they've been competitive. They've been competitive in almost all their games this year. So, yeah. You have a you have the AFC North with the five and two Browns, the five and one Ravens, and then the undefeated Steelers. It's crazy. All three of those teams can make the playoffs. Possibly. They're, the the AFC North, the NFC South, and the NFC West, I think right now are the best divisions. I still think the NFC West is the best division in football. I yeah. I think I think the NFC South is kind of underdelivered a bit this year. Outside I, of, it's just outside of outside of Tampa, yeah. Yeah, outside of Tampa, they have definitely underdelivered. And even um, then, the Saints are still four and two. Yeah, the Saints are still four and two, but it's just there's something about the Saints team that doesn't seem like the past two years Saints team. They don't seem as dominant, and I think a lot of it has to do with Drew Brees' play this year so far. But who knows? Could be interesting. And then, like, let's see here. AFC East, we get two of this week, so that's one I'm going to be circling on my calendar to watch because he mm-hmm. gets his first start. Still don't get it. 
against I've, Aaron Donald and the Rams. I. What are your thoughts on this? I want to hear what your what your thoughts are on Tua starting over Fitzmagic. I think it's. I think it's kind of a weird. I mean, I think it's going to happen eventually, obviously, but I yeah. think it's it's strange timing for him to be starting now all of a sudden. Um, especially yeah. with how good Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins have been playing so far. They've been, I mean, yeah, they're, they're only at, they're three and three at 500, but. But they're outscoring really teams by 47 them. points. It's like so far their points for are 160 yeah. and their points against are 113. So it's not like their offense has been, like you said, bad in any way. Fitz, yeah. Fitzpatrick has been balling. Exactly. I, mean, I and most of the time, I think even Ryan Fitzpatrick knew like when he got benched, or replaced by someone else, like it happened for a reason. This is like one of the first times where it's just like, why are you taking them out? Like the, the Fitz magic is still there. So I feel for the guy, and I know he was pretty upset about it. And it's well, understandable. Because it does, but, like, again, like I'm kind of frustrated. So I'm like, it just doesn't make any, any sense. It's like, I mean, like I, I knew Tua was going to start. Like I called Tua. Um, with talking with some friends that he was going to play like his, like his first NFL game last week against the Jets. I was like, all right, he's going to get his first time on the field. But I was like, he's not going to start because Fitzpatrick has just been playing too good. And I'm like, this doesn't feel like, like Patrick, like every other time, because usually it's either the starter, like with Justin Herbert, the starter, either something happens to them or they just yeah. aren't playing up to snuff. But with this, it just kind of feels like they were just kind of like, Okay, well, let's try it out. Like, it's just like, why though? It's like, I know. He, like, we know he's healthy because you're comfortable enough starting him. Why not just let him be like Ryan Fitz or um, Patrick Mahomes behind Alex Smith? Alex Smith wasn't a world beater, he was a good quarterback. Fitzpatrick's been in the league for seemingly forever, always finding success for whatever system. He's like, this is like the perfect guy to sit behind outside of an all time great. Because it's someone who has seen a lot, can do a lot, and can still play at a very high level no matter what system they're playing in. So it is like I sound more frustrated than I probably actually should be, but it's like this makes no like it kind of makes sense in the mind of Brian Flores, but it's like overall it's like I just don't get it at the same time. Yeah, you know the, the Dolphins in general just <laughs> I don't know. It's like they always seem to. When you see like, oh, they're winning, and then they're like, oh, maybe we shouldn't be winning. We need to be, we need to pull the reins back a bit somehow. I, I don't know. The Dolphins are a are in a strange situation. Um, I do like Brian Flores though as the coach. I think they're heading in the right direction, and and ultimately it, it, it was going to be Tua's job. So no, yeah, you might as well throw him in there, see what he's got. You draft him in the top ten. I mean, you exactly. Knew he was gonna, but again, it's like when they drafted Patrick Mahomes in Kansas city, it's like they could have started him before that Denver game when they secured the first round by again, a bit of different circumstances, but it just kind of says like, why now? Cause it's not like you guys are doing really, really bad. And it makes sense if it's like, all right, like with like, um, like with Sam Darnold, like for example, like if you were like on a really bad team, you just kind of gets pushed into that starting line. It's like, like, yeah, it makes the move makes sense when you like think about all right, the future guy is gonna come in and play, but it's like just why now? You'd think like on week yeah. 
10, week 12. You guys are, you know, I don't know, five and seven, you know, or six and six. It's like, okay, maybe we can make some late season magic here. Cause like, you know, we're playing, but it's like, you aren't playing bad you're three and three and you're still like not out of the race of being division leaders. You're only two games. Back. Yeah. They're... Yeah. Again. And I mean, and that's, yeah, I'm going to stop rambling on this. Cause it's just like, I, again, it, I just can't wrap my brain around it. Um, maybe it'll work out, but I don't think it'll, I think it's just too soon. I think it's like, you just don't have a reason to kind of, put him in right now and to not have him just continue to learn because again he didn't look super great against I mean granted he only threw two passes against the Jets but I mean again it just doesn't make sense to me just doesn't make sense to me you know we didn't even talk about tonight's game the Monday night game against the Bears and the Rams what are your uh, what are your thoughts about that uh I'm not a huge fan of either of these teams so far this season I mean, it's kind of a coin flip. It depends on how Nick Foles plays. Yeah. If he, if he balls out. Yeah, not sold on ha- Nick Foles. If, if he has Kansas City or, or, you know, Rams kind of performance when he was there, um, Rams are going to roll. But it's just kind of like, what are you going to get with Nick Foles? That's the one thing I don't really know or that I'm kind of yeah. waiting for. And then Jared Goff, I mean, he's been playing pretty well. And so it's like, I'm going to take the Rams in this one, but it's like, I'm going to be honest, I don't care either way because, like, again, both these teams are not my favorites in general. So it doesn't impact me too much because, I mean, yeah, if the Rams win, oh, they're they're 5-2. and two. They're right behind Seattle and tied with Arizona for second place in the West. But then it's like if the Bears win, it's like, all right, cool. Now they're a game ahead of the Packers somehow in the NFC North. But it's like, yeah. Eh. I, I, I honestly, this is one of those games where it's like, I am not interested at all in. Yeah. If, if, unless, really? No, like, wow. I like, there's no interest for me in this game, which is very odd for me because I usually love. Well, it's not that like I won't watch it. It's just like, eh. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think both teams have a lot to prove still. You know, I think they're they're two of the top NFC teams that still people think like, yeah, okay, but like, are they legit yet? Especially the Bears. People still don't think the Bears are quite le- just legit there yet. So, um, I don't know. I think it's going to be a good game. It's nice to see, you know, Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald. Um see what Nick Foles can do against the Rams defense. Um, Cause he seems like he's starting to really kind of buy into the system and him and Matt Nagy are starting to build somewhat of a connection again, which is nice. Um, who knows? Who knows what can happen? I think the Rams will win. I think the Rams will, will beat the bears, but, um, but yeah, I think I just hope it's a good game. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I, Monday night football has proved me wrong this year. I had that Monday night football rant and, you know, all the games have been fun to watch for the most part. So knock on wood. Yeah. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Um, so who are you taking tonight? I I know you kind of like, you know, think it's going to be a good game, but who do you got? I think I'm taking, I'm taking the Rams. I'm taking the Rams. I would too. I would too. 
Again, unless yeah. Nick Foles has a super stellar performance, I, I'm going to take the Rams just overall. I'm going to take McVay over Nagy in terms of the yeah. coaching battle. Who has the highest point differential in the league? Sorry, my brain is just kind of everywhere right now. So I'm like, who has the highest point differential in the league right now? Um, league. Tampa Bay with plus 80. Okay. Yeah. Tampa Bay, I mean, again, I'm not – I'm more sold on them now. But even then, it's like – I don't think I'm realizing how good their defense is and also how good their offense is being. And that's without Mike Evans really figuring or able to really be in things yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mike Evans. Yeah. Mike Evans is still trying to figure out where he fits in all this. So uh, they've got their running game down with Ronald Jones. Um, and don't forget, they still have Leonard Fournette. If I was like, they him. haven't even oh, yeah. broken him out. <laughs> and LaShawn McCoy, if they needed him as well. So. Also, Le'Veon Bell for the Chiefs, 16 yeah. yards on his first carry. He's had, what, one 15-yard carry or two 15-yard carries all season with the Jets? <laughs> yep. So. Yeah, I think he'll still slowly get get more implemented. Uh, that Watch out for him, though, this coming week. It's the Chiefs versus the Jets. So, mm. yeah, I, I, think, I think Andy Reid knows just, okay, Le'Veon's going to want this game. So, uh, I hope I hope Le'Veon Bell just has a crazy game against the Jets. I, I really hope he does, just just Me to too. prove them all wrong, just to show Adam Gase just how terrible of a coach he is. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be great. And then you know, if Le'Veon Bell still doesn't play terrific, you still got Clyde edwards Lair who seems. I mean, he was still the lead guy this week for the Chiefs, so. Yeah. Who knows? Ah, I hate the Bucks. I hate the Bucks. I hate Tom Brady. He is wow. just ruins my life. Um, anywho, I think that's a good place to end it. I mean, a lot of NFL talk today, but, I mean, yep. we are in the heart of NFL season. Um, Chris, we're heading out now. Let's do our plugs. and. Plug away right now. Anything you want. Uh, yeah, I have another uh, podcast where I talk about video games, pop culture, movies, all that fun stuff uh, called The YoloCast. Uh, you can catch that at anchor.fm slash the-yolocast. Or you can listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, and, yes, Apple Podcasts. Uh, so basically, you can – Anywhere you podcast services. So anywhere, you, which is just great to say now, wherever you listen to the podcast, you can listen to the YoloCast. That's what's up. What's up? All right. And again, you can catch us both out on Twitter. My Twitter handle, at Kellogg, K-E-L-L-O-G-G, underscore Zach, Z-A-C-K. Chris, at Chris, underscore Dermer. Dermer is all capitalized, D-E-R-E-M-E-R. You can catch out some great sports stories at thevandalnation.com, also Vandalation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also check out some great videos we did when there were sports for Inside the Vandals through athletics on Inside the Vandals on YouTube, uh, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, despite still being weird in a weird time, sports are back. We finally have some sports, not what we would usually want them to be because usually we'd be yeah. covering the – usually we'd be recapping the – 
Vandal football game that just happened on Saturday or just the soccer game or volleyball or Moscow, Moscow High, I know, would be playing in probably their season closer right now. But we take what we can get and we'll take the NFL. I don't, I don't think I'm going to cry too much about having no. the best guys in the world um, watching them play. Exactly. Every week. And honestly, if they start doing more Tuesday games, I'm cool with that because honestly, yeah. I do not mind. Yeah, football all week. I'm okay with it. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you all on Friday for our Vandal Friday episode. Um, last week we talked about oh, – what did we talk about? I'm totally blanking on this. We talked about track and field and, and Idaho men's basketball. Idaho men's basketball. That's what's up. And guess what? This week we'll talk about some more Vandal sports. I think we'll do volleyball and we'll probably do, if we're being honest, men's golf. Let's 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 let's, okay. let's table that right now. That's that's what we're gonna sure. be doing this week. So let's do we'll it. see you all on Friday. Chris, thanks for being here again. KUI eighty nine point three FM pre record episode of the Vandal Scoreboard Podcast, and we'll see you all next time. And remember, go Vandals, roll Vandals.